Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Stephen Jarvis Reviews Podcast. Today, I'm reviewing the 1990s Minnesota Vikings. That's right, the whole 90s era of the Vikings. From 98, when Randy Moss comes, all the way to, well, let's be honest, I'll start with 90 and we'll get to, you know, 99 and all that. So, in the early 90s, we lose another... I know a lot of people won't call Jerry Burns legendary, but for his due, I will call him a legend. I mean, his best years, really, as a head coach, are only two seasons worth, where in 87 and the later part of that decade. But, you know, the thing is, He's still a great coach in our lore. He's probably not in the upper pantheon of, like, Bud Grant, but he's up there. Um, There's a lot of infighting with the owners of this decade. You know, uh, Jay Burns retires at the end of the 91 season. We get rid of... Tommy Kramer, he goes to, I believe we trade him to the New Orleans Saints. And in six seasons as head coach of the Vikings, um, Jay Burns' career is uh, 52 wins, 43 losses. So that's about a four, 547% percentage in that area. Um he leads them to three playoff appearances, including a division title and an NFC championship game, never winning it. Um, Erwin Jacobs and Carl Poland, a uh, few of the Vikings owners, sell their shares to the team. Um, it's now owned by 10, which is Roger Hedrick. He's the CEO and team president. John Skogland. Um, he's... Family has owned the team since it was for, founded. Jane Dr- Dreyer, I think I say that right. Philip Mossy, Mike Lynn, Wheelock Whitney, James Bringer, Bud Grossman, Elizabeth McMillan, and Carol Sperry. Um, on January 10th, 1992, Denny Green is named the fifth coach and head fifth head coach in team history also is the very first african american coach in minnesota vikings history um he comes to minnesota after turning around a struggling strand stanford university football program um he, while being here with the Vikings for ten seasons, he wins four n f c divisional central titles, uh, eight playoff appearances, two NFC championship game appearances, and has an all-time record of 97-62. Max Winner, one of the founders of the team, dies in 96. So, um, 90s, like I said, it's a hit-or-miss year or decade for the Vikings again. The 80s were kind of the same way, you know, the late 60s all the way through the 70s were our glory years. Um, 
so we can skip into the 98 season now. Um, also, before I get into that, the Denny Green era is known for him bringing in a lot of old style quarterbacks. He brings in Warren Moon. He brings in Jim McMahon. Um, Randall Cunningham from the Philadelphia Eagles. You may remember him as the ultimate weapon for Philadelphia, um, which went nowhere because, you know, Buddy Ryan killed his momentum. Other coaches pretty much killed his development as a quarterback. Um, But in 1998, a new owner shows up by the name of Red McCombs. And Red McCombs will really, really, really kill the franchise in later years. Um, And we'll, we'll talk more about that in another episode, but, um, Red McCombs buys the Vikings. Um, the NFL was not happy with the Vikings ownership of 10 owners with none owning 30%. So they told them sell, um, Tom Clancy, the famous author was originally supposed to buy the team, but it fell through. Um, we lose early in the season. We lose Brad Johnson, our starting quarterback, to a broken leg, which is on. It's kind of funny because it happens on a false start penalty. Um, Randall Cunningham comes in, has the best NFL season ever of his own career. Um, you have Robert Smith, who would retire. It, I think in either 99 or 2000, he wouldn't stay very long. Um, Chris Carter, who we got early in the decade um, from the f- Buddy Ryan, believe it or not, actually let him go because, and he didn't want Chris Carter to lose his career. So instead of saying, oh, it's because Chris Carter has drug abuse problems, he was a cocaine addict in Philly, um, he says, the famous words, all he does is catch touchdowns. Um, and so the Vikings pick him up. He goes through treatment facility. I think he actually went through Hazelden. I might be wrong on that. I'm not quite sure. Um, come on, guys. I was born in 93, so I can't remember know everything. Um, but in 1998, something spectacular happens. A rookie phenom by the name of Randy Moss... Yes, Randy Moss is drafted to the Minnesota Vikings. Um, Originally, he was thought to go to the Cowboys or to any other team, but he drops down all the way to the Vikings get him. And this is actually the steal of the century for the Vikings, I have to admit. Um, They set an NFL, the Vikings set a then NFL record by scoring a total of 556 points. It's been, you know, It's been broken multiple times. Um, The Vikings end up finishing 15-1. They lose um, to Atlanta in the NFC Championship game, which we were destined to win, but we lose on the inability of a kicker who had been perfect all year, Gary Anderson, who misses had not missed a kick all that year. 
misses one we need him on a 38-yard attempt um, with just over two minutes remaining. And we, if we make that, who knows? We may have been able, because we were up 27 to 20. So you make that, that's up 10 points. And at least with that, you get the ball. Let's say Atlanta scores and it's 30-27, you know, and all they need is a field goal. Well, you you have two minutes left in the game. You pretty much can run out the clock at that point, even if they score. Well, they have to score in order to at least try and make something of the game. But Gary Anderson misses the kick, and Atlanta goes down and scores, ties it. Um, we have another chance to score before overtime. But Denny Green says, nope, we're going to go into overtime and we're going to see what happens. Um, everyone says this is the biggest gaffe of his career because at that point, Minnesota had one of the best offenses in the league that year. We only lost once, and that was to Tampa Bay by former defensive coordinator Tony Dungy, who was the head coach at that time of Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Atlanta ends up getting the ball in overtime. They kick a field goal. They win it off of Martin Anderson's field goal. Um, Funny thing is, it was also a 38-yard field goal. The Vikings become the first 15-1 team to not reach the Super Bowl. Uh, 1999, which is the end of our saga here. I'm sorry for such a short episode. I'm going to try and branch out with some of this stuff uh me i'm pretty much looking this up and saying as i'm going um randall cunningham is still the starting quarterback in 1999 although after a two and four start um denny green who had went out and got jeff george um in free agency he's given the starting job um the team finishes or he finished with an eight and two record and led the Vikings into the postseason once again with an overall team record of ten and six. We beat Dallas in the wild card game, <coughs> twenty-seven to ten, and then we go and face Kurt Warner and the St. Louis Rams in the divisional. It was a shootout. We lead. 17-14 at halftime, but the Rams outscore us 35 to 20 in the second half to win 30 or to win by a score of 49-37. St. Louis would end up going and winning the Super Bowl that year, and we're left on the doorstop looking in. Um I guess with what the 90s brought for the Vikings was that we were on the cusp again. Granted, 87, we were kind of hit and miss. The 90s were pretty much, I mean, we're pretty much there. We have our wide receiver of the future. Um, We have Chris Carter, who's kind of that elder statesman that's still there. He's showing Randy, hey, you know, this is how you play the game. Listen to me, I'll help you get there. Um, When we come back, I'll probably not do... My next episode will probably be something on, like, 
Halloween or something like that, the moot franchise or another Friday the 13th one. Um, it's it's hard coming up with these new ideas and what I want to tell you guys because it, it's just, you sit here and you're like, oh, you know, what should I do next? Plus, I'm helping out friends with their things and working and it's it's ultimately pretty hard um and sorry been gone for the past couple of fridays it's just a lot of stuff has been going on in me and Alyssa's life um some you know good stuff and bad stuff uh in three more days we will be celebrating our one year of being engaged together this month so that's that's interesting. Um, I just, I want you guys to know that I'm trying my best. I will be uploading on Fridays. Uh, I'll try that. And if I get more comfortable in my role of doing this, usually I'm helping out a friend of mine named Mark Benset that um, has his own podcast, but I don't know what's going on with that. So now I'm focused on this one. Um, but yeah. I uh, hope you guys enjoy this. I'm sorry if it was so uh, mind-numbing. I know a lot of these can be, but I noticed you guys listen to it a lot, and hopefully you guys like them. Um, it means so much that you listen to my podcasts. It really does. So I'll leave it there, and hopefully you guys have a great weekend. You know, stay safe. Don't listen to all this negativity around the world. Just stay safe and, you know, smile, laugh, you know, do what you got to do to get to keep yourself sane in this day and age. But this is Stephen Jarvis from Stephen Jarvis Reviews Podcast, and I'm signing off.